0: Ladies and gentlemen, if there are any parents out there, one word of advice to throw as a just a dude: please have your kids stop cup-checking people. I'm awful bringing down the patriarchy, but cup-checking is not it. In the words of Public Enemy's Chuck D: Ring noise. 5th Podcast Network I'm Charlie Taylor And this is What's Good Welcome back ladies and gentlemen Hope you've all had a good week in the circumstances So I go So it's it's Saturday last week right And uh, my boy Asked me uh, Via his sister To to, um, take some pictures um, For for her Kids uh, Birthday party So I'm like okay cool you know, I'm going to get some good food out of it, so, you know, why not, and it was a good food, it was all good food, all bag of food, shout out to, the, shout out to them, um, and <laughs> I lit- I come in there, and it's, uh, you know, an hour or two before the party, right, you know, just, you know, just just, just getting out there, just getting everything ready, um, and uh, yeah, you know, the uh, the, ki- the kid comes through, comes through the hallway, I'm just like, yo, and you know, he knows me, right, he knows who I am, right, um, he knows he's, uh, his, uh, uncle's boy, right? So, this kid just doesn't even say hello to me, just straight cup-checks me, like, in front of the adult, so I'm just like, raw. Oh. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> do, do, do you want to get thrown out the window? Like, you know, because, that, that, bro, honestly, that is all I imagine. Like, it's so, I don't know, I don't know if this is a bad thing on my part, but... It is so easy for me to imagine just kicking a kid. Like, it is really... Like, the amount of times... The amount of times I've seen a ute on a bike, right? Just come straight bombing it down the road, right? And, you know, that's just irresponsible. Like, why are you bombing it down the road? I'm walking it. I'm walking you. Like, I'm walking it. Why are you bombing it down the road? You know what I mean? Like, chill. Chill out. So... I just, I just sometimes have this fantasy of just like, just, just having like a clean, just clean, sweet chin music, some, some, some some off a bike, I'm never gonna do it, but that fantasy is there, bro, that fantasy is there, it's, it's so prevalent, I can, I've, 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 I've imagined it so many times, whenever a Ute on a bike is bombing it down past me, and I'm just like, jeez, bro, like, you, tr- you trying to clap us both, you know what I mean? Always try at that, and and shit, bruv, They're doing it in scoot. They're doing these electric scooters now, barely The amount of time I've been co- nearly clapped with an electric scooter, and I'm for electric scooters, right? I'm here for it. I don't mind electric scooters. I rate them. I rate them. I respect them, right? Before they do, they're good. Um, but you y- you just need to chill. I swear, some I swear, a girl died like um getting. I think she got like a uh, clapped by a car, um while riding an electric scooter. I'm waiting for the day that the government just shuts it shuts the whole thing down, man. Like just makes it like you know road illegal because it is road illegal, but I don't think it's like been you know nailed into stone yet. But um, yeah, people still do it sometimes. You know, if if the road's clear, like at, you know at night, the amount of times I've walked home at night, and I've just seen like a scooter dude just come on road, and he's just like just 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 bombing it down there. You know, I, I don't know man. I don't, know. I don't know how I got here, but, um, yeah, T- don't, c- stop, teach, please, stop your Utes cup-checking, people, and, uh, Utes, stop bombing it down the freaking road with a live religious scooter or a bike, like, it's just not cheap. it's not cheap. alright, just slow the fuck down, just go past, and then you can continue bombing, alright, it's not hard, it's not hard to break, alright, it's not hard, anyway, do I sound old? Probably. Anyway, let's jump right into the show, um, <laughs> I forgot. I've uh, got uh, topics on climate, tech, education, and race and society. And uh, with that said, for before we begin, email to the IG, Discord, call that, all that, all that in the full show notes. Please go peek these articles, give these articles a read for yourself and help the writers that make this show possible. And with that said, let the beat drop and let's get into the show. In a week where P&O Ferries fire 800 people, with plans to rehire by an agency, man, just... I mean, I don't. I mean, I saw this and I was just like, I don't really care that much. But it is kind of like just a that that is really egregious. And considering that they're owned by some company, in Dubai, um, just says it all, really, doesn't it? It's just this is glorious. Like when you just look into who owns who, it, it just becomes. It, it just becomes so much clearer, like that song, um, that song, uh, I could see clearly now the rain has gone, that's, that's all I have in my head, just whenever I discover that kind of shit. Oh, you're owned by a hit them, mm. okay, now it makes sense, anyway. Uh, F1 is back, and, um, yeah, I'm keeping, I've, I've, I'm keeping an arm's distance, I'm not quite off that narcotic, but I'm keeping an arm's distance, um, yeah, just, just, I'm not even following any of the channels, I'm, I'm following a couple of, um you know, uh, non-white-led um, channels um, on Twitter. That's usually just how I give my information. It's not great, but it is what it is. I don't really care. Uh, Boeing 737, operated by China Eastern Airlines, crashed in southern China with 133 people on board. Uh, Russia moves into Ukrainian, sea- Ukrainian seaport city Mariupol. And lastly, LeBron James moves into second place in all NBA all-time scoring, and probably will overtake uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar next year. Sounds fun, looking forward to that. So let's begin with climate, because I feel like I haven't talked about climate in a minute. I feel like it's been a minute, you know? Like, uh, you know, it's always, it's always, like, I don't know if I said this on the show right, but... Um, you know, and currently, you know, around, it's in the springtime, right, Um, it's basically springtime at this point, right, the weather's been decent the past couple of days, you know, a couple of 15 degrees kind of, you know, area, it's been decent, right, sun's out, It's, it's nice, it's good weather, right, the winter that's just passed, for me personally, felt weak, like really weak, and that is, and that's from coming from a person that hates winter, to, uh, yeah, I want winter to die, I don't care for winter, and uh, winter sucks, me and winter do not get along, and if you like winter, you do not deserve nice things in life, this is it, you just deserve all the inconvenience, uh, you deserve all co- inconveniences in life, like, I hope you stub your toe, because you should not like, you should not like winter, it doesn't make sense to me, um, but I, as someone of that ilk, I saw the winter that just passed for me personally as just pretty weak. Like there was barely any days of, um, no days of snow that I know of, you know, a couple of uh, hail showers, um, literally a couple, one, maybe two. I don't remember one, maybe two, I might be stretching, Um, you know, cold air, right? No, no, no really like a majority uh, minus days, not many of those, handful of them. Yeah, but most of them were around five degrees most of the time, and I was just like, "Damn, this winter's weak." Like it's, cra- it's crazy to think about. Like uh, I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the reports on recent on the, the past weather in the past couple of months and the start of the year, and I'll be just, and they'll be just like the it was the weakest uh, winter in in years because it just it felt like it. It generally did, um, but anyway, this that's that's kind of just how I've seen weather in the past couple of months. But this is more overall. Um, this is all about the polarized caps. Um, the Antar- Antarctic and the Arctic. Um, it's called Extremes of 4EC Above Normal what's Causing Extraordinary Heating in Polar Regions. This is by Donna Lu via The Guardian. Let's jump right in. Unusually high temperatures in both Antarctica and the Arctic in recent days have shocked researchers who warned the extremes will become more common as a result of the climate crisis. Concordia Station, high on the Antarctic Plateau, hit a record temperature of Minus 11.8 Celsius on Friday, more than 40 degrees, 40 Celsius warmer than seasonal norms. Vostok station registered a temperature of minus 17.7 degrees Celsius, uh, Celsius, there's no degrees here. uh, circly thingy here so Celsius being this record by 15 Celsius at the same time some stations near the North Pole reach the uh, C above normal with records broken in Norway and unusually warm temperatures recorded in Greenland and the Russian archipelago of Franz Josef Island the Antarctic on continent, well, as a whole, on Friday, was about four point eight Celsius warmer uh, compared to a baseline temperature between nineteen seventy nine and two thousand. The Associated Press reported on the same day. The Arctic, as a whole, was three point three Celsius warmer than the nineteen seventy nine to yeah nineteen seventy nine to two thousand average. But quote, uh, both of these weather events are related to the poleward transport of heat and moisture, said Dr. Zachary Labe, a climate scientist at Colorado State University, on Twitter. Alex Sengupta, associate an associate professor at the University of New South Wales in Sydney, Uh, said strong winds coming from Australia were contributing to the unusual temperatures in Antarctica. Quote, we have had a combination of strong weather systems over the southern ocean to the south of Australia that align to produce very strong polewards winds stretching from Australia to eastern Antarctica, unquote. And atmospheric river was also a major contributing factor to the high temperatures in the eastern Antarctic, according to Professor Julie R. Blaster. Um, a climate researcher at Monash University, quote, "...these are rivers of moisture in the air that bring warm and moist air to certain locations, and there was a really significant one occurring in that region over Antarctica," unquote. The the uh, "...the moist air has trapped heat over the continent, resulting in the warm surface temperatures." the quote right now we've got the lowest sea ice extent on record in Antarctica our blaster said a lot of sea a lot of the sea ice around Antarctica uh, that might be there normally clo- might be there normally close to the continent is now ocean it would be really interesting to understand if there's any connection between the low Antarctic sea ice extent and these warm temperatures unquote uh, the heat in eastern Antarctica was an extraordinary event our blaster said uh, these are temperature anomalies of between 15 and 40 Celsius. Uh, Gupta said, quote, it looks like large parts of eastern Antarctica reached over 20 C warmer than normal. Warming started on the 15th of March and still persists, unquote. Uh, Professor Matt King, who leads the Australian Centre for Excellence in Antarctic Science, uh, said a lack of long-term temperature records made the heatwave difficult to contextualise historically, quote, the first of the precise temperature records uh, starting in the late 1950s, so it's really hard to work out uh, what's remarkable and what's not, King said, but he warned the impact of the climate crisis meant events like these would be a, quote, uh, view to the future, sometime down the track, depending on what we do with our carbon emissions, we might see these types of temperatures much more regularly, unquote. In the Arctic, uh, temperatures have increased near, by nearly 1 uh, Celsius in the past decade, with North Siberia and the Canadian Arctic warming three times faster than the rest of the world. A record temperature of 38 degrees was recorded in the Ar- Russian Arctic uh, during an Arctic heat wave in the, two, in the 2020 Northern Hemisphere summer. Quote, this weather event is an example of atmospheric warming above ice shelves, uh, professor, said Professor Andrew McIntosh, head of the School of Earth, Atmosphere and Environment at Monash University. That's an interesting business card to have, isn't it? How, what do you do? I'm, professor of, uh, I'm head of the School of Earth, Atmosphere and Environment at Monash. That's a, that's a boss, uh, uh, business card right there. Um, in Antarctica, the heat quote would have to persist uh, for a fairly long period of time to make a substantial difference. Oh, don't, don't, don't count us out now, boss. Don't count us out now. <laughs> we, 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 if there's a if there's a high score, we will achieve it. Um, he said uh, the main concern is the weakening of ice shelves, extensions of ice sheets that float over the ocean. They play an important role in restraining inland ice. Another quote, once we lose ice shelves, grounded ice assists inland, would flow out faster, dot dot dot, go to the ocean, and core sea levels rise, McIntosh said. Uh, King agreed. Saying there had been indicators in recent days of potential surface melt and so and snow softening along the eastern Antarctic coastline. Quote: In some ways, the future of Antarctica will look like the future of the Arctic, where where we've had many degrees of warming there over the last 50 years uh, or so. He said uh, there has been a sh- sharp drop in Arctic sea ice uh, this month at Svalbard, uh, which has experienced uh, anonymously anonymous anent anomalous, anomalously, anomalously, yeah, I was trying, to, I was trying not to say an, an anonymous, anomalously, high temperatures. Uh, last year, researchers found that sea ice across much of the Arctic was thinning twice as quickly as previously thought Oh great. The last fully intact ice shelf in the Canadian Arctic collapsed in 2020 as a result of rising temperatures. The melting of ice results in a vicious cycle. A grey area of dark water is exposed, learning to increased absorption absorption, uh, of the sun's energy, which then causes more warming, and that's the entire of the article, um, and yeah, I don't, I, I mean, sometimes I read these with just, like, a complete glaze, where I'm just like, damn, that's peak, and then continue moving, climate, climate, the climate crisis is the thing, right, and I've probably said this before, um, but especially when, like, you know, COP26 was going, was going around, and I, f- and I feel like most environmental stuff will be talked about during, time when we always have a cop going on, and it's just gonna be, like, you know, um, government's making pledges and shit, and, you know, whatever, um, and it'll just be increasing, and just frustratingly incremental all the time, and you're just, like, what the fuck are we doing here, and this is the issue, right, this is the, this is the issue, um, in a, you know, in a broad sense, it's, it's, the reason why I personally look at this with a glaze is because I feel like personally I'm doing my bit um I don't drive I take public transport most of the time I walk pretty much everywhere um especially around my city um if every, if anything's an hour out I probably will walk it um if uh, you know the buses if the buses are fucking me up you know what I mean like, I'm, I'm walking it Now like, the amount of times I've uh, like, even yesterday the amount of people, even the past week, actually, like four people, four people have asked me about walking home from, uh, from you know, chilling at my boys, and uh, you know they're just, they're just in disbelief, like you walk at nights at one a.m. What, like you know, just you need to make sure you get home safe as that, and I'm like, cool, you know, I respect, you know, respectful, you know, looking out for me. <laughs> one of them said, "I'll pray for you." I'm just like. I'm like cheers, <laughs> but I've been doing this for years, man. Like you know, and I know, like, I know. It's like she, you know, shit happens. You know, can't shit can happen at any time. That's life. But it's a it's a similar thing where I like where I look at it, and I'm just like, yeah, sure. Um, you know, I could whatever, right? Something could happen to me in that in that time frame. Um, but it ha- nothing has happened yet. So you know, I'm not beefing. You know, I I I look around. You know, what I mean, I keep vigilant. You know, I have the I have the social mode of my earphones. You know what I mean? I pop those out so I can just hear what's going on around me. You know, briefly, um, and then I tune back out. You know what I mean? It's fine, but getting past the point, I look, I, I, I walk everywhere, right? <laughs> I walk everywhere. I take public transport. I don't drive personally, like stuff like that. I feel like that in itself is probably do is probably putting me in a decent percentage uh, percentile of you know people that give a shit. Um, I do my bit. The re the the problem is. As an overall point, and you know, I'm probably, I'm probably, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, preaching to a choir here. Where I'm, you know, it's not, it's not on the individual person. It's on governments. It's on corporations, and it's on governments to punish those corporations for doing these things and for you know perpetuating these things. Um, I'm, it's going to be in- irritating now, just imagine, just thinking about how important COP as a, as a summit is, and it's going to happen every year, and there's going to be mad coverage on it every single year, and everyone's just going to leave, like, just depressed and, uh, un- and not optimistic about anything. Um, and then you get articles like these, that I've just read, where it's just like, yeah, great, great, everything's 40 degrees above where it should be, like, <laughs> it's like, fuck, what can we do, you know what I mean, there's a helplessness towards that, but, um, you know, in this case, I feel like the, uh, the reason why I sometimes do these kind of things, where it's just like, okay, and, and, you know, that's a worthy response to have towards this, right, okay, all right, the, the Arctic's fucked, the Antarctic's fucked, and, you know, what can we do about it, um, what we can do about it is a matter of proactivity. I'm doing this in some way where I was just like, you know, put the information out there and hopefully people will be, um, uh, will be cognizant of the fact and aware that shit is happening. And then when you see something uh, and then be, you know, be vigilant about what the government is doing and be vigilant about what companies are doing and how those two entities are, not pulling their weight. You know what I mean? That's that's all it is. Um and uh even even what was it what was it? Someone str- Disney. Like this is kind of a side note. But um you know Disney employees like I think uh, went on strike like I think today or yesterday or whatever, or walked out or whatever, over the Florida's Don't You Say Gay Bill, right? It's a please side note, a minor tangent. But you know, power to the people is a legit thing. So, you know, um, power and numbers, you know, if you, if you, uh, I can understand why most people drive whips, you know what I mean? Uh, the UK especially is one of those places that don't, they aren't the greatest when it comes to public transport. I should know. Um, but you know, I get, I get through it, but then again, I'm not, a commu- I don't commute to work or anything, anything like that. So, you know, it, um, if I had to do that, then I'd probably be much more aware much more, and I'll be talking about it a lot more on here. Trust me on that. Um, but you know everyone's in different circumstances but if you do your bit then um you know I, th- I think that's all you can do but at the same time you need to keep vigilant and keep our foot on these necks of like of um, of uh, well the tories especially and uh, and especially uh, certain companies that are you know that are just uh, not not pulling their weight at all So, I hop into education and uh, I remember uh, cu- you know, a couple of episodes ago yeah uh, whilst, uh, in relation to uh, international women's Mo- uh, women's day and obviously still still uh, <laughs> women's history month uh, in the month of march um this month has gone on so long it feels it feels really weird disorientating um like we are never learned um, but you know I read something on that pertaining to uh, misogyny in schools. And, uh, I saw this and I thought it was a good relation towards the subject, um, this is called Inside the he- Mental Health Epidemic Among Teenage Girls, uh, by Rachel Kelly via New Statesman, and, uh, yeah, I just found it was a good extension towards the conversation of, um, you know, where girls in schools, um, are as it pertains to their mental health and, uh, where they stand in the world, and, uh, it does and, you know, obviously, it, with a tile like that, it can seem pretty bleak, um, so let's, um... John us jump, Picture a scene, a school in West London, a wood-panelled hall around 80 girls aged 14 to 15, assembled on tiered seating, a sea of ponytails, backpacks, tracksuit bombs. Uh, how many of them have suffered from any kind of mental health problem, I ask. As, a part, of a, as part of a workshop I'm running on psychological well-being, almost every hand shoots up. It has been the same story whenever I have given talks at schools over the past two years as a mental health advocate and ambassador for several charities. Girls are struggling. It is young women who confide in me at the end of workshops when most of their male peers have left the room. They tell me that they suffer low self-esteem, uh, Excuse me. Uh, feel that they are out of control, worry about their body image, or are concerned are about passing exams. Often they tell me that they haven't been able to talk about any of these issues openly. This anecdotal evidence that teenage girls are finding life hard was confirmed by a study of 15,000 secondary school pupils uh, published in February. The mental health focus company uh, Steer Education and the social enterprise Minds Ahead found that girls were more than uh, twice as likely as boys to suffer mental health problems by the time they were 18. 80% 80% of girls were hiding in their distress, compared with 60% before the pandemic, the study said. The NHS found last year that one in six children in England aged 5 to 16 identified as having a probable mental health disorder in 2020, uh, up from one in nine in 2017. In a study of 40,000 teenagers conducted uh, by uh, Manchester University, published in March of girls reported emotional difficulties compared with 7% of boys. Social media and a lack of sleep were reported as possible contributing factors. Louise Chun, founder of the therapy website WellDoing.org, says that girls are finding the modern world a miserable place. During the COVID period, more parents are reaching out for therapeutic help for their adolescents, and the majority have been... have been for daughters rather than sons, she says. Anxiety and depression have been the main reasons cited, uh, though eating disorders, self-harm, and low self-esteem have also been mentioned, Our daughters are clearly facing difficulties, but the reality of adolescent mental health is especially nuanced and complex, and there are three main reasons for this. The first is that teenage boys suffer too, Uh, It's just that they are even less open in talking about and acknowledging their problems. Harriet Frew, a therapist at Cambridgeshire and Peterborough NHS Trust, says that girls are more likely to be empaths and will often talk uh, more about their feelings. Quote, boys may still be experiencing similar triggers but do not express this openly, unquote. Uh, Take eating disorders, a specialism of Frew's often characterized as a problem for girls quote i believe that many more boys uh, than we realize suffer from eating disorders but do not access help uh, uh unquote uh, this th- she thinks is partly due to stigma and partly because their food related issues tend to develop in pursuit of fitness uh, another quote that normalizes certain uh, disordered practices and people don't realize they have a problem unquote uh, carmine perienti or pariant. Uh, a professor of psychiatry at King's College London uh, agrees that boys suffering can be harder to detect quote it is important to notice that ad- adolescent boys may express their distress with behavior uh, that might be disruptive and impulsive and not recognized as expression of emotional suffering unquote the second reason adolescent mental health can be particularly complicated terrain is that we sometimes medicalize what Freud uh yeah, Freud. I assume Sigmund Freud. Um, called uh, "Ordinary Human Unhappiness." Uh, some girls are suffering agonising mental health problems, especially when it comes to eating disorders. Others, particularly those who are generally anxious, may mistakenly characterise themselves as ill. Uh, David James is deputy head of Lady Eleanor Hollers Holes, H O L E R S. I don't know. Um, a private girls' school in southwest London. Quote, uh, we seem to have gone from one extreme of internalizing and replacing difficult emotions to oversharing and Uh, catastrophizing, Catastrophizing." there you go, Um, ordinary human unhappiness, he says. James also says that students often pathologize themselves, encouraged by Google self-diagnosis. Um, A third reason for complexity is that from a demographic point of view, girls' mental health varies according to background. Studies suggest uh, that the greatest suffering has been among those who also report financial hardship, poor housing and who are growing up in dysfunctional families where conflict and neglect are more common. While we should be wary of generalizing about uh, yeah, generalizing about differences between the sexes, girls do face some specific psychological challenges. The ubiquity of mobile technology and social media points to a good example. While both sexes have ready access to pornography, girls tend to be more objectified by it. Uh, studies suggest that porn can, uh, porn use can reduce the capacity for intimacy, feed body shame, or encourage coercion into unwanted sexual acts, according to James. Uh, quote, Girls are objectified and classified more quickly and publicly than ever before. Unquote. A related challenge is that per- uh, related challenge that particularly affects girls is unhealthy perfectionism, identified by the Steer Educational Report. Part of this perfectionism is a concern with looks, exacerbated by social media. Yeah, I feel this one. Uh, girls compare uh, compare and despair when faced with influencers sharing their perfect bodies with millions of followers. In an August 2020 study, a Girl Guiding UK found that 48% of girls and young women aged 11 to 21 regularly use, regularly use apps or filters to make photos of themselves look better online. One 17-year-old girl told me that the pressure to look good uh, is relentless. Such images on social media are impossible to avoid. You need your phone, con- uh, quote, you need your phone constantly for school stuff, for meeting up with friends, she said. So even if you're not wanting to be, you're always on your phone and seeing the stuff, always thinking about how you look. Um, I should have done this uh, particular article in conjunction with uh, the last one. I should have switched, but hey-ho. Uh, you, can, you can skip to the time timer timestamps if you want. Uh, female perfectionism is also about the fear of making mistakes girls in general are likely to uh, likely to take le- uh, take risks are less likely to take risks than boys. Chun says that teenage girls are vulnerable to feeling that they might get something right ro- very wrong. Quote, there is a fear of mi- mis- making a mistake that can never be rectified and of being cancelled for having thoughts or opinions that vary from the acceptable norm. There is enormous pressure to be fair, kind, scrupulously supportive of those with lesser advantages, unquote. A further challenge lies in the pandemic, which has affected the more traditional support networks uh, for teenage girls. Quote, adolescent girls are more likely to engage in social behavior, such as close supportive friendship. Uh, says and Um they might have been more at risk from the disruption in social interaction. Uh, this is a view confirmed by recent research. One Swiss study of 250 students found that female students appeared to have worse mental health trajectories when data was controlled uh, for different levels of social integration and stresses related to COVID-19. How, then, can we support girls facing these challenges? It's a shared responsibility. James argues that problems do, to do with objectifying young women won't and shouldn't be dealt with by teaching girls how to, co- quote-unquote, cope. uh co- quote. Uh, that reinforces the idea that it's the girls who have to put up with unacceptable behavior and it's the girls who have to change, he says. The same goes to technology. Boys need to be educated in what's what is unacceptable, and most are, but many are not. Parents need to play a full role as well, but do so uh, but so do the technology firms which it need to be more closely regulated unquote. Schools need more staff who are trained in supporting students mental mental health, given the existing burdens on teachers. In general, says Fru, uh, schools need to teach pupils about mental health and promote uh, the message that it's okay to talk. Uh, They should, uh, quote, signpost students to the school counsellor or pastoral support as appropriate, unquote. Uh, Fru added that children who are finding life hard should speak to a trusted adult. Her advice to a teenager who is struggling would include, quote, Journal. Have interests and hobbies that you enjoy. Develop ways to self-soothe and self-care. See a counsellor if you are struggling. Seek our online support and resources. Uh, follow helpful social media accounts and read recovery stories, unquote. Meanwhile, parents need to be supportive and good listeners. Use open rather than yes or no questions. And acknowledge their children's feelings. Fruit added that we should avoid, quote-unquote, ignoring the problem. But equally, quote, avoid either lecturing or fixing, unquote. Writing in the Times uh, in September 21. Uh, the psychologist Tanya By- Byron uh, made the point that we should be wary of overprotecting protect- over our offspring. A childhood without stress would mean a lack of opportunity to develop inner strength and the ability to bounce back from adversity and trauma, she argued. Yes, teenage girls and indeed boys are facing many challenges, but feeling anxious, sad and overwhelmed at times is a normal part of life. We need to be careful not to have unrealistic expectations that we should always be happy and content. This was a message I tried to convey with those, to those teenagers sitting in that wood-paneled hall. It was hard to tell how many girls agreed, but one told me afterwards that she felt relieved. Quote, I like the idea that we are a- aiming to turn the worried dial to say a 3 or 4 out of 10, rather than 8 or 9. That all of us will be anxious from time to time, and that's okay. Um, so yeah, that's the entirety. Um, Rachel Kelly has a book out, um, a latest book, uh, Singing in the Rain, 52 Practical Steps to Happiness. Um, so, yeah, go pick that if you want to. And, um, yeah, man, I feel like this is a good extension to, uh, what we were talking about before. Kind of, you know, kind of, uh, leaning on similar things, um, technology especially. I feel like the social media part is, um, you know, I think not well documented, but, you know, relatively documented, um, considering, uh, you know, that recent report a couple of months ago about, um, Instagram and what it does to a girl's mental health. Um, it makes sense. It makes complete sense. Um, But, yeah, man, I feel like, um, a lot of, um, a lot of parents obviously just have, um, they have, I feel, not more responsibilities, but, um, they, they are, I think, gradually being more aware of, um, things that kids, things that youths need, right? Um, I personally never had, like, conversations about mental health as a kid, like, never, never did, um. Luckily, I didn't. Think, I don't. I don't think so. Anyway, you know, these are the things I might have. You know, deep, deep rooted neuroses I don't know about. Um, but at this moment in time, thinking back, I don't really. I didn't really have a need to have any counselling, right? Apart from maybe a few months out of uh, a few months out of my uh, first year of sixth form, where I felt genuinely depressed. Apart from that, yeah, man, this is, I really had not many issues um, that stay with me, either, uh, anyway, um, but, yeah, I'm lucky in that sense, I'm privileged in that sense, um, to not have, you know, those things that end up being deep-rooted and, you know, affect your psyche for the rest of your life and stuff like that, I've never had those kind of experiences, um, but you know these are resources that i feel like um is more is has ever, has always been in need but um now as a society we're getting to a point where we actually should be prioritizing that for our youth and you know when we do that um when we do that the future again in the same way as education if we if we teach these youths how to uh, navigate their own heads better you know then they're going to be way better off as people they're going to be way better off as parents they're going to be way better off in the future and therefore we will be forever better in the future you know if we all know how to do self care and stuff like that you know when we when we know when we are aware uh and you know do good things not just for each other but for ourselves then you know everyone benefits everyone around us benefits um you know when you have a when you're a shitty person and you have a um, and you have a shitty. Uh, uh, I don't know how to go down this road now. I've said it. Um, you know, if you're a, if you're a person that's damaged and you have a damaged child and you give them an, and you you know you can't help um, about the environment, but they have a damaged environment, then that just that's just gonna I don't know that's just gonna do something right, and that cycle continues. And you know, not obviously not all of that is circumstantial to um, is, is, is planted on them, I'm not saying, you know, just pull up your bootstraps, just move somewhere else, you know what I mean, just move somewhere better, obviously, everyone has their own, um, um, things that they're chained to, and they're handcuffed to, whether it be economically, um, or socially, but, um, you know, if you know how to care for yourself, then that can count for a lot, I can really count for a lot. I know that for sure. Um, you know, if, even though I haven't been the, you know, haven't had, a, haven't had a therapist before. But I know that for sure. When I, that's why I do what I do. I do the things I love and I enjoy doing, and it makes me feel good. Um, you know, it may not get me in many places um, that I probably wanna, I probably should be at or wanna be at. Um, but you know, at the point, at this point in time, it makes me happy, and I can't complain about that. So. Speaking of society, we're doing the one on racing society, and we head back to uh, Voice Online and uh, Liam Arn, uh for a piece called uh, Black London is three times more likely to be strip searched. So this is, um, obviously, if you are unaware, um, kind of in the wake of a, uh, a child Q, um, which is the official name given uh, t- uh, as it pertains to this uh, particular um, story. Um, Child Q uh, was uh, strip-searched, um, I think, in sc- uh, in school or while she was at school. And um, you know, that has um, uh, resulted in a few protests um, and, uh, you know, a couple of schools, uh, school children um, walking out of their schools in protest. And, um, yeah, like, like it, just, it just doesn't make sense to me. Why are you strip-searching youths, man? Like, strip-searching not even searching, strip searching. Like, what do you, what, what cause do you have for that? Like, how damaged do you have to be in the head to to think that's fine to strip search a kid? And she ain't the only one. I think it's a she, by the way. Um But yeah, they, they ain't the only one. I think it was like um in the past, like I think three years since tw- uh, uh, I think last since twenty nineteen. Uh, like, 25 have been stripped, 25 kids have been strip searched. And, like, uh, 25 of them are, like, uh, to, uh 22 of them or something are, like, a uh, non-white. Yeah, it's just, it's just absurd. But anyway, let's get into this, uh, let's get into this piece, get more information. Uh, black people are being disproportionately subjected to strip searches by the police in comparison to their white peers. A freedom of information request is revealed. In a past five years, the Metropolitan Police were found to have conducted 1, 000, oh my god 172,093 strip, strip searches, uh, with uh, 57,733, which is 33.5%, of these searches taking place on black people uh, when they make up just 11% of the London population. In comparison, white British people were subjected to uh, just 27% of strip searches in, in comparison while making up 44.9% of Londoners. Um, this is just about London, by the way. So obviously, there's a countrywide, there's probably countrywide statistics, citywide statistics, but this is just London. Um, the shocking figures come after three Met officers remain under investigation for their part strip-searching a then 15-year-old girl. There we go. Uh, while in the knowledge that she was menstruating, uh, the girl, known as child Q, was wrongly accused of carrying cannabis while sitting her exams at sc- her school in Hackney, East London. Uh, no other adult was present during the search, and the child's mother was not contacted. According to a safeguarding review by the City and Hackney uh, Safeguarding Children Partnership, racism, quote, was likely to have been influencing fact No shit. You don't fucking say. Uh, Figures show uh, 9,088 strip searches were carried out on children, including 2,360 on children under the age of 16 between 2016 and 2021. There you go. Calls are now growing from MPs, campaigners, and prominent black brands across sport and entertainment uh, for the officers and teachers involved in the case of Child Q to be sacked and prosecuted. Uh, Leroy Logan, a former police superintendent at the Met, described the uh, described the uh, officers' actions towards the schoolgirl as totally disgusting. Another quote was, been shown for the last five years with strip searches is the excessive sex uh, use of it, and black people are three times more likely to be strip-searched than white people, he told the voice. So it was clear that, that this was that... So it was clear that was also stacked against child Q. Well, excuse me. And that she uh, that she was going to be strip-searched uh, because of the ad- adultification of black youngsters... ...who are treated more like adults than young people, so they don't have necessary safeguarding and attending uh, attendance of appropriate adults... If you think about what they presented with, uh, yeah, what they presented with the three Met officers, a young schoolgirl in a young girl in school, and you think it's one of the safest places, it should be the schools. She was alleged to be smelling of cannabis. She'd already been searched for other stuff. For me, there was not enough uh, evidence to carry out nothing more than an outer clothing search, and then the officers carried out an intimate search, which is totally disgusting, totally inappropriate, and breaching the codes codes of practice. Unquote. The Guardian reports that three other four officers was uh, called to the school and are now under investigation by a police watchdog after being able to carry on f- full policing duties after the incident. Great. Uh, following Christopher Dick's resignation as met commissioner last month, who Mr. Logan accuses of being, quote, wedded to the culture, he believes uh, that... Uh, he believes that... There's no one quote, so I'm trying to find the unquote. Anyway, he believes that the next person to take on the top job needs to be prepared to challenge the toxicity in the culture. Uh, across the forces, another quote. Uh, what those officers did is reflecting the culture of the organisation fuelled by institutional racism and other systemic failures like institutional racism, uh, institutional sexism, sorry. Uh, it's making it more hostile so that child Q was subject to a double whammy of being black and female, he said. The new commissioner has to have an understanding of systemic failures. This culture needs to lead through ethical leadership to hold uh, the whole organisation to account. It's quite clear if the mother of this child hasn't uh, hadn't pushed things as she did, uh, taking her to get special treatment, asking a review uh, it, the child Q case, would have not come to light. And I wonder how many other youngsters, black or white, but more than likely black, have been subject to this type of draconian behaviour. It does nothing to instil confidence in the police and erodes trust in such a significant way. Unquote. Yeah man, like honestly, this is it, this is it, and I'm glad I put this right in the middle, actually, Um, yeah, uh, right in the middle of everything, Um, because this adds on to, this adds on what we, what did we just talk about, we just talked about um, uh, girls in school, and their mental health, now, obviously, this is extreme, this is an extreme, you know, instance, Um, but shit, man, if, uh, (laughs) fucking ain't, clearly ain't a regular, uh, 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 irregular occurrence, right, this ain't, this ain't rare, Um, you know, it's been happening, over the past years and that's just crazy to think about. Um so, you know, think of think of her mental health right now. Um she has um made a statement or like statement for her parents or whatever, um or the representatives or whatever, and saying her, uh, you know, just like, yeah, thank you for the messages and all that stuff. Um and that's good. But damn man, like that's just that's just that's that's that's, that's really traumatising. Just to think about, man. i really traumatized. Just think about like, yeah. I've I've constantly been a thought about it. Like the the degrading, the degrading nature. Now I've I, I don't know. Well, I don't know what the most embarrassing thing happened to me at school. Right? I can't I can't think of like anything like outright embarrassing. But <sighs> there's going to be a like if it, in this. I'm trying to I'm trying to. I can't put myself in those shoes, that's impossible, I I, I, should, I should stop trying, but, man, that's so degrading, that like, is horribly degrading, and, you know, you go to school not, you, you, nobody goes to school expecting this shit, man, like, that's just, you're not going to school expecting to be fucking strip searched, no adult mother was not contacted, that shit is disgusting to me, that shit is really disgusting to me, and honestly, like, you know, shouts to Leroy Logan, but, the new commissioner ain't gonna do shit this is deep bro this is deep rooted i don't know how a commissioner can can uproot all that dirt man i don't know how that that's, that's gonna take some serious overhaul and i have no confidence that they can do that no confidence at all hey i swear i swear i heard a couple of, like a week or so ago that, um someone in Wayne cousins uh, uh group chat also did some uh, dirty shit recently, like, bro, you, you, you can't, you can't separate these fuckers, man, you really can't, and now people strip-searching girl for no, girl for no reason, it don't make sense, man, it, it's, the abuse of power is absurd, I, I just, I just don't get it, man, I really don't get, what do you, what you, what gives you, what gives you the gall, bro, to, to go into a, someone's school, pull them out of the class and strip-search them, with with no with with no like contacting an adult, no adult in the room, then contact the mother to say this is going down until after the fact. Like that is just that is just disgusting. Man, the whole thing stinks. The whole thing fucking stinks. The Met Police stink, and we know this for a fact. We've been knowing this. Police is st- police stinks everywhere. To be honest, it just doesn't. It, I just don't see what gives these people the right to be doing this to you not just you but you in school wow just like you you, you. I, I don't think we really think about how important school and the environment of school is to is to kids like growing up like some people you know live to leave school some people live to leave the house some people want both to happen and there's a lucky few that you know have are fine in both camps, but the f- but, uh, but school school being a hostile place for someone is just torturous to be honest. And the fact that she can't go to school, and you literally can't go to school without the potential of being a strip searched. Jesus Christ, man! I I don't know I don't know how to even. I don't know how to contextualize that. I really, really don't. The whole thing stinks and is just scummy behavior overall. So we finish on something, uh, tech-related, um, and, you know, kind of, kind of, uh, link into, uh, the past, I mean, especially, uh, girls' mental health, uh, article, um, but this is called, uh, Not Smart But Clever, The Return of Dumb Phones, which I just, um, I just found interesting, and, you know, I feel like this has been something that's, um, been, uh, come in. um, I know, um... People there's the likes of a uh, NBA st- NBA player, Andy Edwards. He uses a uh, he uses a quite quite dumb phone. Um, he uses a flip phone and uh, yeah, it's, it's stuff like that. And, uh, and a couple of NBA players have done that. Um, and yeah, I've I've seen it about. I've seen a you know slight uh, you know I've seen certain tech things uh it's like oh, what's it called? uh there was like a it's, it was like a startup a phone startup where it was just like um. It was kind of, like, built to just be stupid. Like, you can't do nothing apart from, like, get calls and texts or whatever. And it's just really basic and it's built to be basic. Uh, I forget what it's called. But, um, yeah, name escapes me. But, yeah, I know this shit exists. Um, and I get why it exists. But this is, this is interesting regardless. So this is by Suzanne be- uh, be- Byrne uh, uh, via BBC. Business reporter. Uh, let's jump right in. Uh, 17-year-old Robin West is an anomaly among her peers. She doesn't have a smartphone. Instead of scrolling through apps like TikTok and Instagram all day, she uses a so-called "dumb phone." Uh, these are very basic. These are basic handsets or feature phones with very limited functionality compared to, say, an iPhone. You can typically typically only make and receive calls in and S- SMS text messages, and if you're lucky, listen to radio and take very basic photos. Uh, but definitely not uh, connect. Uh, but definitely are not connected to the internet or apps. These devices are similar to some of the first handsets that people brought back in the late, uh, bought back in the late 1990s. Uh, Miss West's decision. To ditch her former smartphone uh, two years ago was a spur-of-the-moment thing. While looking for a replacement handset in a second-hand shop, she was lured by the low price of a brick phone. Her current handset, from French firm MobyWire, cost her just £8. And because it has no smartphone functionality, she doesn't have an expensive monthly data bill to worry about. Quote, I didn't notice until I bought a brick phone how much a smartphone was taking over my life, she says. I had a lot of social media apps on it, and I didn't get as much work done as uh, as as I was always on my phone, unquote. The Londoner adds, she doesn't think she'll ever buy another smartphone. I'm happy with my brick. I don't think it limits me. I'm definitely more proactive, unquote. Dumb phones are continuing to enjoy a revival. Google searches for them jumped 89% between 2018 and 2021, according to a report by software firm SEMrush. And while sales figures are hard to come by, one report said the global purchases of dumb phones were due to hit 1 billion units up uh, last year, up from 400 million in 2019. This compares to worldwide sales of 1.4 billion smartphones last year following a 12.5% decline, uh, decline in 2020. Meanwhile study, a 2021 study by accountancy group Deloitte uh, said that in 1 in 10 mobile phone users in the UK had a dumb phone. Uh, quote It appears fashion, nostalgia and them appearing in TikTok videos have a part to play in the dumb phone revival says Ernest Doku, uh, mobile's expert at price comparison site uswitch.com uh, Many of us have and many of us had a dumb phone as our first mobile phone. Shout out. Uh, so it's natural that we feel a sense of nostalgia towards these classic answers. Yeah, man. Nokia 3, 3310. Classic, bro. Snake 2. Can't touch me, uh, Mister Doku says it was the 2017 relaunch of Nokia's 3310 handset, first released in 2000, and one of the biggest selling smart uh, mobiles, smartphones, huh, of all time. That spark, that really sparked the revival. Quote: Nokia pushed the 3310 as an affordable alternative in a world full of higher spec mobiles. Uh, unquote he adds that while it's true uh, that dumb phones can't compete with the latest premium Apple and Samsung models when it comes to performance and functionality quote they can outshine them in equally important areas such as battery life and durability unquote 5 years ago Pr- oh, przemic Oleg Nizak, I'm going to go with that, a psychologist uh, swapped his smartphone for a Nokia 3310 initially because of the longer lasting battery. However, he soon realized that there were other benefits. Quote, before I would uh, always be stuck to the uh, the phone, checking anything and everything, browsing Facebook or the news or other facts I didn't need to know. Uh, He says, now I have more time for my family and me. A huge benefit is that I'm not addicted to liking, sharing, commenting, or describing my life to other people. Now I have more privacy. "Unquote. Uh, however, Mr. Oleg Nizak, uh, who lives in the Polish city of Lodz, uh, admit admits that initially uh, the switch was challenging. "Quote. Before I'd be checking everything such as buses and restaurants on my smartphone when traveling. Now that is impossible, so I have learned. So I have learned to do all those things beforehand at home. I got used to it, unquote. Lightphone, this is it. One maker of dumb phones is New York company Lightphone. This is the one I was talking about. Slightly more clever than uh, that, the norm for such products. Its handsets do allow users to listen to music and podcasts and link by Bluetooth to headphones. Yet the firm pledges that its phones will never have social media, clickbait news, email and internet browser or any other anxiety-inducing infinite feed, unquote. The company says it recorded its strongest year for financial performance in 2021 with sales up to 150% compared with 2020. This is despite its handsets being expensive for dumb phones. Prices start at nine, uh, $99, which is 75 converted, uh, converted. Light Phone co-founder Kai Wei Tang, uh, says the device was initially created to use as a secondary phone for people wanting to take a break from their smartphone for a weekend, for example. But now half the firm's customers use it as their primary device. Quote, if aliens come to Earth, they'd think that mobile phones are the superior species controlling human beings, he says. And it's not going to stop, it's only going to get worse. Consumers are realising that something is wrong, and we want to offer an alternative, unquote. Mr. Tang adds that surprisingly, uh, the firm's main customers are aged between 25 and 35. He says "Was uh, he was expecting buyers to be much older. Tech expert, Professor Sandra Watcher or Wachter, sorry, uh, is a um, a senior research fellow in artificial intelligence at Oxford University, says it is understandable that some of us are looking for simpler mobile phones. Quote, uh, one can reasonably say that nowadays the smartphone's ability to connect calls and send short messages is almost a side feature, as she explains. Your smartphone is your entertainment center, your news generator, your navigation system, your diary, your dictionary, and your wallet, unquote. She adds that smartphone always, uh, quote, want to grab your attention, unquote, with notifications, updates, and breaking news excuse me, uh, constantly interrupting your day. Quote, uh, this can keep you on, uh, on edge, might even be agitating, it can be overwhelming, Quote. Uh, Professor Wachter adds, quote, it makes sense that some uh, of us are now looking for simpler technologies and think that dumb phones might offer a return to simpler times. It might leave uh, more time to fully concentrate on a single task and engage with it more purposefully. It might even calm people down. Studies have shown that too much choice can uh, create unhappiness and agitation unquote yet back in London Robin West says that many people are bewildered by her choice of mobile quote everyone thinks it's just a temporary thing they're like so when are you getting a smartphone are you getting one this week unquote. oh little do they know little do they know yeah um I don't know ma'am I, I i'm I'm kind of in I'm kind of in the middle like I get it. I do, I really do get it. Um, in some ways, I was—I uh, mean, I've just looked up the Light Phone. Um, I've just looked up the Light Phone again because I—I I, was—I was trying to, I wanted to um uh familiarize familiarize myself with it again because I was just like, what? I forgot how it—I forgot how it worked. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I'm looking at the Light Phone right now. So it's um yeah, ninety-nine dollars, right? uh yeah yeah 30 quid a month 30 dollars a month on the calls text calls and messages with one gig of data that's a bit crazy and uh, this is based in america so the rest of it is kind of useless for me um but mm, i don't know chief you know what i mean so, stuff like that i don't know um but it's it's an interesting it's an interesting experiment i would i would definitely try even with this said like you know I read my articles via my phone I have it in front of me right and I'm just, I am just you know I finish I you know I just hop I hop to from article to article reading on here so you know I'd have to do that probably on my laptop if that's the case um, I could handle you know travel I think pretty easily um, I think that I think I could do that pretty easily um, it, hopefully it's, you know obviously it's I'd have to look at pool beforehand... And that's fine... You know what I mean... Again... I mean... I think most of my shit would just move to the laptop... Uh, I'd just be using my laptop a lot more... Um... So... I'm not really sure... How... Like... How, I don't know... How... Life-changing it'd be for me... But... Then again... I'd love to be off Instagram... I think... Um, I, I do use Twitter... I feel like I use Twitter in more ways good than bad, um, you know, I always get good information from there, I follow good places, um, for information, um, you know, I find, I, I, I regularly search for articles to read here and for other places and, you know, just in general, I've gotten into that habit, again, of reading articles more often, obviously, I can imagine with the show, um, helping that, um, but yeah, you know, yeah, Mario Kart don't matter to me. Like you know what I mean? It's just there. I'll just you know, I play it now and again. I'll play a couple of games, like uh, maybe like ten minutes out of my day. Um, not too much. Um but yeah, I'm just trying to th- I'm I'm just trying to think, man. I'm just trying to think 'cause there's a lot of convenience when it comes to the smartphone, you know. There is a lot of convenience. Like if I want to do something, I can literally just do it on my phone in two minutes and it's just there for me, ready to go. Um, you know, if I need to look something up, boom. Easy. Boom. Um so well while I don't use a lot of it regularly, you know. I probably do about five things regularly every day on my smartphone. There are like there are a hundred things that I could do um uh, that I that I wanna do at some point, you know, during the same month, right? Um and it's there. It's there ready for me to use, you know what I mean? I may not use it regularly, but I'm there to use it. So that's kind of my that's kind of the crux of my uh, of where i stand with with um, you know smartphones and no hate to dumb phone people i get it like i feel it i've i would love to try like i said but i don't know if i could 100 percent move out to that uh maybe down the line when it doesn't really matter anymore um you know if i if, if i you know drop it on if i drop a pod um do i need to lash it on twitter and ig maybe who knows i don't know um, if I still need to do that in 10 years, then, yeah, prob- I'll probably still be on a smartphone, but if not, and if I don't need to, you know, pump shit out on Twitter now and again, um, if I can curb my, you know, uh, you know, opinions are assholes, everybody's got one kind of way of thinking about things, um, yeah, I could, I could potentially do it right now, probably not, but you Know, let me know if you can give it a go, please. I'd love to see someone, I'd love to know someone who's tried. Uh, but yeah, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we shall leave it there. Find the fifth in podcast network. I've been charged This has been what's good. Interlude music has been too much by vanilla. You can find his link in the full show notes. Thanks to the chill records for busy user track. You can also find their link in the full show notes. And thanks and happy Hi for the abilities charismatic for the interlude. You can also find his link in the full show notes. And with that said, I hope you all have a good week. I am definitely going to try and do the same. I'm going to see the, I'm going to for the Bob Marley exhibit in Satchel Gallery. I talked about it a couple uh, months so ago, and I'm finally going. Yay! Going on Friday. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely trying to do the same. But until the next time, take it easy, ladies and gentlemen.